Hey guys, Marcia here at Minnows Performance. Today I'm with a very special guest, Leah Letson, who is a Tough 28 contestant alongside current UFC fighter. Today we're going to talk to you about how to become empowered and impactful. We're Midwest Performance. We're on a mission to empower women around the world to take action and work hard to make a physical impact in their lives. In this very saturated fitness industry, there's tons of competition, but the opportunities are incredible. We'll cover the most common challenges in the fitness world and invite guests to the show that have learned to overcome them and share their strategies with you. This is the Coffee with MP Show. Hey guys, Marcia here again. Today, again, I'm with Leah. Um, we're just going to go ahead and dive right into it. Leah, please tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Okay. So, wait, so am I talking to you or am I talking to the you camera? Talk to me. You okay. talk to me. So, I am currently a UFC fighter. I was on Top 28. Um, but a little bit about my background. Um, I started in karate and taekwondo when I was just five years old. And when I got to college, I was looking for another martial art to get into. And I took cardio kickboxing as a way to get in shape for basic training because um, I enlisted in the Air Force. And um, it just so happened that the two instructors that taught the cardio kickboxing class um, own their own MMA gym. So they saw that I was pretty hardworking and I had some talent, so they invited me to come try jiu-jitsu at their gym. And I immediately fell in love with jiu-jitsu. So six months later, when I got back from basic training and stuff, I started training with the fight team there. And about a month and a half later, on like less than 24 hours notice, my coach Jake calls me up. He's like, hey, pack your bags. You're going to fight tomorrow. That's crazy. So, yeah. So I took my first fight on less than 24 hours notice. I won uh, by TKO in the first round. And it was just like the most incredible feeling. I can't even describe it in words. And I was like, I walked out of the cage. I'm like, this is, this is what I want to do. That's so cool. So for the people that are tuning in with us today, um, taking that first step can be kind of nerve-wracking, right? <laughs> yeah. So what was it for you that it, it turned out to be where you took your first step and it became the snowball effect leading up to where you are today? Was it, was it nerve-wracking? Like, can you explain that, that feeling? Um, it was absolutely terrifying when I answered the phone and he was like, pack your bags, you're going to fight tomorrow. I'm like, what? I've only been training for like mean? a month and a half. And he's like, just, just say yes, just do it. And so I was like, okay. <laughs> and uh, it was kind of like a roller coaster of emotions. Like, my best friend at the time drove me up there, and um, I—it was like a roller coaster ride of emotions on the way up. Like I went from being super excited to super scared and yeah. super nervous. Like uh, every five minutes, it changed. Yeah. It was like up and down and up and down. And then I think it helped that it was less than 24-hour notice. I didn't have too much time to like overthink it. Yeah. And so I just kind of—I was like, "Well, I already said yes. I'm doing it." And so. So how do you overcome that fear? <laughs> I, that, that's the thing that I'm sure a lot of people that are maybe watching that hasn't really done anything and they're wanting to take that first step. What would be your advice to them? Um, just just do it. I mean, that's how I feel like with everything in life. Like I face my fears constantly. Like I was terrified when I was thinking about joining the military. Um, There's a lot of people that thought I was too wimpy. I couldn't handle it. I wasn't tough enough. And. I don't, I don't like being scared, so yeah. the best way to not be scared is to just face your fears and just do it. So, I couldn't agree with you more. Like, the best things that ever happen to me, like, happen after I just do the things I'm scared yeah. to do. So you mentioned the military, so can you, let's go back for a second. Um, tell the audience a little bit about your background in being in the military. Um, so I... Because that's empowering by itself, to yeah. say the least. So I've always, like love the idea of service and like sacrificing myself for others um and military kind of runs in my family like my grandpa was in all three branches of the military except for the air force so oh, wow. i kind of completed that circle yeah. 
Um, and I always liked the idea of making a difference and like doing something meaningful in, in life. And so I enlisted in the military. Um, I enlisted in the Air National Guard so I could still go to college and be near my family, but also serve on the sure. weekends. So um, yeah, I enlisted my sophomore year of college and it was probably the best choice I ever made because I was absolutely terrified to do it. And yeah. I, I had like a year between the time I actually signed my paperwork and the time I went to basic training. Oh, wow. So I had an entire year to like sit and work. Yeah. <laughs> and so I just did a ton of research, um, like watched YouTube videos of basic training and just like tried preparation. To yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like over prepared myself. Yeah. And so when I got there, it wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. Sure. And because I was so prepared for sure. it. And, uh, so not only emotionally, were you physically prepared as well? Yeah. Okay. I was over prepared actually. Okay. So that's one of the reasons that I joined cardio kickboxing, like I said, was to get in shape for basic training. And sure. it, it got me in great shape. And then I was doing running and like push-ups and sit-ups and stuff on my own too. That's awesome. So yeah, I was in really good shape when that's I went so cool. there. So what people don't know about you that I know about you is <laughs> your work ethic. You, you speak, you know, you did the cardio kickboxing, yeah. you're in the military, but I mean, let them know like how often you work out and like you know your routine and your your daily yeah. habits. So I it's train, insane. It's, it's insane. I train five times a day. That's insane. So in the mornings I'll do conditioning of some sort, so either like sprints or circuit training, um, and then at like ten or eleven o'clock in the morning every day, uh, Monday through Friday, I have a private lesson of some sort for an hour. Um, it's either striking, wrestling, or jujitsu. And then after that, I do strength training in the afternoon. And then she's not night, done yet. She's just getting started. And then at night, I have kickboxing and jujitsu and wrestling every single night, Monday sure. through Friday. Okay. So I, I, let's educate the audience here because there is such thing as overtraining, yes. right? Um, so we don't want to give people the wrong uh, right. misconception that you know people's like, well, when, isn't that a lot? So for someone that's maybe just starting out. I don't recommend this yes. schedule. What most would you people. recommend? Um, when you're just starting out, I would start with like once a day and then work your way up to twice a day. That's a good idea. And then um, if you're super dedicated and you're like really in good shape, then three times a day is what I would recommend. But you know, I'm a little crazy. So. Right. So three times a day meeting, maybe take a strength conditioning class, maybe do some yeah. cardio walking or yeah, do a cardio session. Maybe a strength training session, and Yoga. then a technique of some sort, or like a, a sport. Yeah, like. that's that's some yeah. really good advice, ladies. I, I hope you're taking notes because Leah's dropping some bombs today. So, um, let's talk about the Ultimate Fighter. So, um, a lot of people know that I was also on the show as well, but yeah. I want to hear your overall experience and how it made you a better person. Oh man. So I'd say that it was actually a lot similar to basic training. So I actually had a mental edge, I feel like, over everyone else because of my military background. Sure. I'm used to being away from family and friends for long periods of time. So six weeks of filming didn't seem like that bad. Um, basic training, you're cut off from society completely and you have no contact with the yeah. outside world. Same thing Same with here, being yeah. down there. So I had some experience with that. Um, and I think being on the show taught me a lot about myself mm -hmm. um, because I... I didn't really get a lot of coaching or good training when I was on the show, like especially what, compared to what I'm used to. Like, I'm right. just, like I just said, like training five, five times a yeah. day. Like I have really good coaches, and we're like really close, so sure. we're constantly in contact with each other. I know they support me. I know they're there for me, and we have like this special bond, right? I didn't have that with my coaches on the show. Mm -hmm. So the fact that I was able to overcome 
that, the lack of training and the lack of support from my sure. coaches, and I was still able to do well on the show. That shows me a lot about myself, and the fact that I was able to, I basically had to take it upon myself to get the training I needed. Yeah. So I had to work on strength and conditioning and technique and stuff outside of training because sure. I just wasn't getting the quality of training I needed. Yeah. Um, so I was doing stuff outside of training, and I basically coached myself throughout six weeks. That's insane. And yeah, that taught me a lot about my work ethic, my dedication, and the the fact that I'm willing to, that I can do so well without any support whatsoever. Exactly, yeah. So. I really like that about you because some people have a tendency to just give up when, when things get really hard. It's instead yeah. of pushing forward and finding other alternatives, they just yeah. give up. And I like that about you. It shows, I have a commonality, you explain your military and doing the cardio kickboxing and doing the tough show is that you not only had a physical side but also a, a mental side of things and yeah. I think that for the audience that's watching you too can also relate to that as well so yeah. thanks for sharing that because that's <laughs> I mean this girl did overcome adversity and I promise you if she can do it so can you so yes. um, is there something else that you'd like to share with them just that maybe they don't know about you and any advice that you may have for um, the people that are watching I don't know if there's anything that they don't know about me okay. but advice is um, if you're just thinking about doing something my best advice is to just just do it just get yeah. it over with because mm -hmm. I think the most anxiety and the, the worst part of it is being like scared to do it yeah and once you just jump off the edge and just go for it like it pays off yeah like incredibly I couldn't agree with you and it's 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 crazy like for me, it was also a fear because it's maybe the unknown, like yeah. you didn't, you know, the anticipation of what's going to happen and not knowing what's what's going to take place or transpire. You know, um, Will Smith actually talks about this, and it's funny because I did, I got to go skydiving when I was deployed overseas. Fun. And I got to go skydiving in the exact same spot um, that he went in Dubai, and uh, it was cool because he talks about how the anxiety and the fear is like terrible it's like paralyzing almost until you jump and then once you jump it's the most like blissful feeling in the entire world that's so awesome i like that example fear is not real like you're making stuff up in your head and if you just go for it it's like the most blissful feeling ever and I, I, I relate that to a lot of things in life and yeah that's it, it's true like anything i've been terrified of doing if i just do it afterwards yeah. it, it's like the most incredible feeling ever. like you're i did it so proud of yourself yeah, for doing that's it. so, so that's cool. my advice so like everyone. that's awesome um another question that we have is uh um bring that back for a second <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean to be a female in the kind of stage of like in the ufc and how do you hope to impact people um, um with that opportunity or with it's it's pretty incredible the fact that the sport has grown so much for women and just in the past few years like being about it before ronda rousey was in the ufc Dana White said that there would never be a female That's in the so UFC, true, yeah. and that wasn't that long ago, yeah. to be honest. So, and it's a sport dominated by males. So obviously, um, when you a lot of times females deal with sexism in the sport, and like a lot of guys don't want to train with you because they think you're fragile or something, yeah. and then um, they don't like it. Their ego can't handle it if you beat them up, yeah. <laughs> and so um, just kind of. Breaking stereotypes, I think, um, is, is something I am really passionate about, um, especially being in the gym. We have a lot of university students that come to our gym in Milwaukee, and uh, a lot of those guys have huge egos, and they can't handle it when a girl beats them. And it's like, girls aren't 
like these weak, fragile creatures that yeah. you make them out to be. Like yeah. we can be strong, we can be tough. I completely We're agree athletes. with you. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Um, any advice that you would give to the women about being confident in themselves and in their abilities? Um, honestly, I struggle with confidence too a lot. I, I definitely did in the past, and I think that um, just kind of when you when you start to just do things for yourself and like really just try to do positive self-talk and just try to believe in yourself I think you just have a better outlook on life yeah. and honestly I know I struggle with it still I struggle with confidence issues still and a lot of people wouldn't believe that because like I've been successful in my career and stuff sure. but like it's still a struggle I have so I think we all do we're yeah. not perfect we're human right yeah so, exactly yeah. yeah cool um with that being said anyone in the audience and even for that matter your audience that's tuning in today tell everyone who Leah Letson is um that's a tough question <laughs> um so I guess my the main reason I'm like using MMA as like a, a platform for for me to be a role model for for kids uh, for women and for kids especially yeah. young girls because a lot of young girls are told that they have to be pretty and they have to do certain things, they can only play with certain toys yeah. and they have to be a certain way. Yeah. And I like to, to break those gender stereotypes. Um, I, I, want, I want girls to feel like they can do anything that they set their mind sure. to. And that's something that my mom instilled in me when I was very young and she told me my entire life, you can do anything you set your mind to. And I feel like a lot of little girls, they need to hear that message because they, they get told like, oh, that, that job's only for boys. Right. Like they shouldn't ever feel like that. They should sure. be able to do whatever they're passionate about. Sure. And I like, I want to make a difference in the world. As cheesy as that sounds, I really do. Um, that's why I go and I speak to a lot of inner city kids in Milwaukee. And I go back to my hometown and I speak to um, the kids in my hometown and like their high schools and that's middle really schools cool. and stuff. And I also am teaching um, self-defense to um, inner city kids in Milwaukee right that's now. That's awesome. Um, so I, I think that they need to learn to believe in themselves sure. and have the confidence to, to go after their dreams, whatever it is. Right. There's there's no set jobs for boys or girls. They need yeah. to be able to do whatever it is that they love to do. Right. So like that's that's kind of what I stand for. Um, that you can do anything you set your mind to. Don't awesome. listen to what society says. That's so, so cool. I thanks for sharing that. By the way, <laughs> I, I'm hoping that you're able to at least for whomever's watching touch at least my goal is one person yeah. that's out there that's watching so yeah. Leah <laughs> best advice on what it's like to be empowered and impactful as a woman oh. by the way guys for you just tune in that was really hard we, t <laughs> we did about 10 takes we're just keeping it real <laughs> so my best advice to other women to become empowered and impactful is to just believe in yourself have confidence and believe in yourself and do what you love to do and other women will see that um, whether it's through social media or just like being friends and knowing someone who's going after their dreams, sure. um, supporting on other women that are going after their dreams because a lot of times as women we tend to tear each other down instead of build each other up. So I think that um, support your other friends and um, just go after your dreams and believe believe in yourself and believe in your dreams and other women will see that and hopefully take follow you. I really like that. That was some really good advice. So. Um, I just want to thank you for coming on to the show today. I greatly appreciate me. it. Uh, for those of you that don't know, we actually met about an hour in the middle <laughs> to make this happen for you ladies today. So with that being said, um, thanks for tuning in and we'll see you uh, again on the next episode.
Thanks for joining us today. If you like this episode, subscribe to our YouTube channel or find our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever your favorite place is to listen to podcasts might be. And if you really liked this episode, please leave a review for us on iTunes. Thanks, and we'll see you next week.